Hey guys, I'm Kyle. And I'm Allie. Welcome, Welcome to, to our, our podcast, podcast. Where we want to encourage you in a real, raw, and authentic way. We believe in a younger generation. To rise up. So partner with us as we go all, all in for Jesus. Jesus. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Whenever you're listening to this, we're so glad you joined us for episode, is this 31? I think so. 31 of the Go- Going All In podcast. I almost said Lead by Example podcast. Um, this is not the Lead by Example podcast. This is the Going All In podcast. And I wanted to share just this very brief something I heard this week that really stuck with me. And I want to pass it along to you before we get into what we're going to actually talk about today. So uh, a couple weeks ago, in fact, it was last week's podcast. Uh, we were talking about HIA statements, and one and two of the HIA statements that we talked about, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to episode 30, but two of them were, he is just, and he is love, and I had a little bit of a tough time describing the just part, and uh, in, in my notes, you know, I, I really didn't have a lot behind that besides I just wanted to have a just a conversation with the listener you know on on he is just and just have a heart to heart about what that is and what that means you know how God cannot turn his eye on sin but then transition into he is love you know what I'm saying and uh, I heard something this week that paints the picture really clearly and it is just that, uh, imagine that you got pulled over by a police, police man, or police woman. You're on the side of the road. Let's just say it was a speeding ticket. So if you're listening to this and you've gotten pulled over in the last week, this might just be for you. You did? No. I got, I got oh. pulled over a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> well, maybe it's for you. But let's just say, you know, you're. this would be really cool if there was a listener out there who they got pulled over by a cop this week. But uh, God demonstrates his justness, his justness and his love for us in the same way that a police officer would pull somebody over for a, a violation, whether it was speeding, whether it was not using a turn signal, or whatever it is, there was a violation. The policeman cannot turn his head on the violation. He's going to do a good job at his job and be just in pulling that person over. But then he gives that person a ticket. So he's not just showing up, but he's actually executing He's actually using the authority that he has to to actually do what is just, to do what is right, which is give you a ticket or give you a fine that you have to pay back. But then it's like, you know, that police officer, whether he wrote you a ticket and that fine was $500 from speeding in a construction zone, it's like he, he snuck in there five. $100 bills in that ticket and he handed it to you. 
And then you have the opportunity as the person, you know, who did violate the law or whatever it was, you have the opportunity. Do I accept this gift? And do I use it to pay for my violation in full? Or do I keep going down the road and instead of using that money to pay for my violation and to make right for it, I go buy a new pair of shoes with it. Or I go buy whatever with it. And I'm just throwing it away. There, You see God's justness through giving the ticket and the police officer. But then you also see his love for while Grace. he was the yeah, while he was the one who could write the ticket, he was also the one that said, "I'm gonna pay it in full." And that is just, I think, a, a very clear picture of what I was trying to say last week. And I wish I had heard it before last week, so I could have mm-hmm. said it on last week's episode. But just wanted to catch up with you on that. But this week we're gonna talk about the four P's. If you're new to the podcast or maybe you missed this episode earlier on in our history of doing the show, I think it was in our first maybe five episodes, we talked about the four Ps. So I'm going to call this the four Ps recircled. So we're coming back to it and we're we're recapping it and we're going to highlight one of the Ps today, which is positioning. So... Just in recap, the four P's are this. Number one, prayer. And prayer is number one for a reason. It's because prayer should go before every single thing that we do. I'm just going to leave it at that. That's the short answer. That's P number one. P number two is, okay, we've prayed about it. Now, what is God, you know, after talking to him, what is he leading us into to position us for what is to come? So this might be, uh, a, an active thing that you do, you know, if you're, um, this is just a blanket example, but if you're called to be a doctor, you know, you pray about it. God says, Hey, I want you to be a doctor. Your positioning is going to be good to go to medical school. That's positioning in a nutshell, but then it leads to purpose and these lead to each other. Okay. Prayer leads to positioning. Positioning leads to purpose. And purpose is whenever you're in that state where you've done some positioning or you have allowed God to do some positioning and you're you're like thriving in it. Like you're you're in it and you are experiencing in some way the fruits of your labor or the fruits of the goodness that God has shown you. You're you're in the rhythm. We all know what that feels like. And then lastly, the last P, the fourth and final one, that is sort of this blanket thing that covers over all three of the first one the first three Ps is peace. So we cannot be in our purpose yet. But when we're praying to the God of the universe, he gives us peace. We cannot be to our purpose yet. We could be in a positioning state. But as long as we've got a word from God and and we know where he's taking us, 
we can have peace in that positioning state. And then, obviously, when we get to a purpose, that's where all the fun is to be had. And there's a lot of peace there, too. That's the four Ps recapped. You got anything on that? Yeah, I heard something today that kind of relates to, you know, peace and finding peace in the purposes. Um, David Platt said this, but um, the first thing you do is surrender. You surrender everything to God. And then when you surrender everything, you're able to abide in him every single day. And when you abide with him, you find peace. So really, your purpose doesn't look like materialism stuff. And it's so hard, especially in ministry. And if you have big dreams and everything, it's it's really easy to think, my purpose does not begin until I have this title. And I do believe that God does have certain titles for us, but that's not the beginning of our purpose. Um, basically what this is, what the four P's is, is all of the four P's come from abiding in God. You know what I'm saying? Everything that we're talking about is um, reproduced from abiding in Him. And when we abide in Him, we have that peace. Yeah, because we can be in positioning without God, mm-hmm. but there's no peace there. No. We're just spinning our wheels. Yeah. So, um, that's those are my thoughts yeah, for that. Yeah, that's good. So, that's the full recapped, but let's dive in closer on the second P, which is positioning. Mm-hmm. Now, you remember whenever I first told you about this, the four Ps and all that? Positioning is what got me so excited. I don't know why. It's the most exciting thing for anyone because you're seeing, you know, like God's faithfulness come to fruition with waiting on him. Yeah, it's the connector between waiting and prayer and all that. And preparation and and all of that. It's, It's what I think a lot of people want um, really fast. You know, and and that's why it gets people so excited because um, it it is it's enjoyable and it's fun to be in a position where you're, you know, you have waited and prayed and God has prepared you. um, But the waiting's the hard part. But go ahead. It is. Um, Yeah, there's so much movement that happens in the positioning state and so much growth that happens, which. I think that's why I like it so much. But, again, positioning is the things that you do, actively do, in order to, I don't want to say get yourself to purpose, because it's the things that that God has already talked to you about. You've actually heard from God. And so, you're just being faithful in responding to what He's already said. Mm-hmm in actively doing things. So I don't want to paint the picture here as you're just doing everything with your hands and you're just, you know, you're trying to do it all yourself. This is a response thing that has to come from what has already happened, which is getting a word from God. 
So it might mean being busy with your hands. But also, it might mean waiting. It might mean doing nothing. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Because God isn't got you in the spot that he wants you to be in yet. I don't, I, I think it's just waiting, you know, we're not, we want to be in a place, but we're not there yet. So, you know, um, I was, and this is just something to go along with positioning and everything, but obviously I love worship. I feel called to be a worship leader, but, um, um, a couple weeks ago, I stepped down from being the youth leader, worship leader, and um, a lot of, it might not make sense to people that I did that, but I feel like God is calling me into something different, like the same but different, so I listened to him, and there have been, you know, thoughts of, did I make the wrong decision? God, what am I supposed to do? I have this voice. I'm, I'm, you know, I love worship. What are you wanting me to do in this waiting season? And I think oftentimes we need to ask ourselves that question. You know, when we're in this season of waiting, um, ask, ask God, God, what do you want me to do? What can I do? How can I use the gifts or, or whatever you have given me? Um, to please you even though if it's not what I think it looks like you know um because ultimately my dream is to lead worship for a living but it's not about me it's not about um when I get there it's God ultimately is the one who you know plans my steps so I was at the altar yesterday and Um, I had this really sweet, sweet moment with the Lord and, um, I was singing, you know, and I, and I was just worshiping and I was at the altar because we were praying with someone. And so I just got up and stood, you know, stood in the area of where the altar was and I just sang and I just praised him and I felt in that moment God saying, you just need to come up here and praise me and worship. Even though it doesn't look like leading a congregation in worship, like I'm still using you even if you don't think it. And that was such a, like I started crying because I was, I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, and it's, it's in the small, you know, unflashy moments where we need to be just as faithful in the waiting as we are in the positioning. And that's what I want you guys to realize when we start talking about positioning and influence and and all these things that we see in the world today that like we just we need to be just as faithful in those small sweet intimate moments with the Lord where we're still in a season of waiting because those are the moments that really shape us into being prepared for the positioning you know 
Yeah. And it, and if I was, if I was waiting and just kind of sign like, oh God, I just, I just want to be, I just want to do this for a living. I don't know what you're going to do. Then I would be missing out on an opportunity to praise him at the altar. Like he said, you know, so I, I just thought I would put that in there cause it was sweet, a sweet moment. And I think God, um, that was, it was just so cool. And my perspective has really changed on, um, my decision, you know, that I made a couple of weeks ago, I have peace about it and I'm just gonna use what he's given me where my feet are planted. Yeah. One of our pastors, he's been preaching on, uh, kingdom living. That's been his sermon series title for the last couple of weeks. And, uh, a couple of weeks ago he did a, a sermon that was titled positioned for influence or that was maybe that wasn't the title but that was the message and basically you know when we are aligned with the kingdom kingdom influence that's what it was called yeah so when we are aligned with the kingdom god is going to position us in ways to release influence of the kingdom on earth through your position. And just think about that. God is going to use where you are. To influence the world. For the kingdom. The world is going to be more like the kingdom. Through you. And through where you are positioned. That's an amazing thing. That is an amazing thing. And he talked about this. He talked about how salt influences. And he pulled in, you know, the verse, you are the salt of the earth. But if salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled on. And what is salt? Salt is a mineral that brings out the best in everything it touches. So you throw some salt on some food, you're going to taste that saltiness, and the salt is going to pull out all the flavor in whatever it is you're 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 salting. So if you're salting a steak, it's going to pull out the those nice steak flavors. It's just what it does. And here is God saying, you are the salt of the earth. Allie, you have been given uh, in your uniqueness an, an ability to sing. He has, he has given you that, Allie. He, and he's positioned you right now in a spot where, you know, you might not be leading a congregation, as you said. But don't lose your saltiness. Because God's going to use your saltiness. Can somebody say, I'm salty? I'm salty. God is going to use your saltiness to bring out the, the better, to bring out the good, to show his goodness, to influence the world, a world that really needs it. And he's going to do it in the high places 
And he's going to do it in the low places. He's going to do it in the palace. And he's going to do it in the city streets. Because the city streets need salt. Just as much as the palace places do. And so the message today is in the positioning. Understand that you are not just fill in the blank. Kyle is not just a bank teller. Allie, you are not just a daycare worker. You and I and the listener, we are the salt of the earth. So what has God given you? What are the positions that he's given you in order to release influence in the world? How is he positioning you to bring the kingdom to the earth? To have an influence for the kingdom? Because we all have it. Each one of us have that. And it might be in your, you know, sphere at work or at school or, you know, in your friend group or, or you know, wherever it is. Someplace you volunteer. But God has given you a, a unique position to influence. And guys, I understand that sometimes those positions aren't the positions we would have signed up for. I get it. But nonetheless, it's where God has positioned us. And you have purpose in it. The the four pieces it is a it is a good word it is a good message and it's it's something that um god is is continually showing me things about it and he's given me little nuggets here and there and and this was just a small nugget that i wanted to to extend to you guys today and uh and with Allie. so i hope you enjoyed it and i hope that you know you will you will start to view you know the the places that maybe you're not super happy about or you don't love it's not what you would have picked for yourself but it is where god is using you because that's where he's positioned you i hope you can see that and i hope you can start to change the narrative with it cuz you can do it and god is good And we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in.